Welcome to IPC's podcast, Global Electronics, The Art of the Possible. I'm John Mitchell, podcast host and president and CEO of IPC, the global association that helps manufacturers build electronics better through proven standards, certification and training, advocacy, and industry intelligence. Digital technologies are transforming manufacturing and creating the fourth industrial revolution in an increasingly interconnected and globalized world. We need to start talking about the policy, sustainability, network, and workforce adoptions integral to developing the factory of the future. We want to take a broad look at some of the opportunities and challenges of creating and running the factory of the future and talk one-on-one with the industry leaders and pioneers in manufacturing and management. Join us in exploring the factory of the future. I'm here with Jeff Timms, the uh, CEO of the uh, ASM Americas. Thank you, John. Thanks for joining us, Jeff. And we're going to ask Jeff a couple of questions here and uh, have, a, have a lovely conversation. Um, appreciate you joining uh, us today. My, and, my uh, pleasure. Good to be here. So let's, let's jump right in. So much of the de- discussion this new, uh, about this new decade is about how digital technologies are transforming manufacturing and creating the fourth industrial revolution. When you hear this, what does this mean to you? Yeah. You know, I, I think uh, uh, when, I, when, I, when, when people ask me the question about what is the fourth industrial revolution, uh, Industry 4.0, um, it's usually asked... Uh, with a note of concern, and people are worried about jobs going away. They're worried about uh, uh, different uh, aspects of their everyday life changing in a dramatic way. Mm-hmm. And and the truth is, um, it it it, it uh, any time there is change of this magnitude, and when I say change, I mean the 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 uh, transformation using robotics and artificial intelligence uh, to do mundane tasks that have typically been done manually Mm -hmm. with human labor. But throughout history, whether it was Industry 1.0 or Industry 2.0 or Industry 3.0, new markets, new new opportunities opened up for, for jobs that nobody had ever thought about. And that's, that's, that's a, just a fact of life. So when I look at it, there, there are two ways that you can think about this. You can look at it from the standpoint of, uh, of being afraid of it and running from it, or you can embrace it and, and uh, look for uh, the exciting new challenges that are coming our way. Excellent, yeah. We'll touch a little bit more on that in a question here in a minute. But um, let me ask you a little bit more about the factory of the future. Mm-hmm. So... Um, it's likely that the factory of the future will link uh, cybersecurity and physical security. What kind of security measures is or should the industry be taking to keep data and factories secure? Well, I, I think there, there are some moral questions that need to be answered as well as uh, uh, actual physical and, and cybersecurity questions that need to be answered. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, all of us have, have seen the uh, uh, implications of... of uh, of cyber theft and cyber uh, sure. uh, 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 IP theft, et cetera, IP yeah. theft, and, and uh, uh, actually um, uh, the hostage holding uh, due to uh, yeah. you know the, the, the cyber world not being so secure. Now, when, when you start th- thinking about that, um, 
factory of the future, um, I think we're going to see increasing uh, isolation of the of the networking inside a factory. I think we're going to see increasing security on the networks themselves. But on the other hand, so like firewalls, firewalls between different segments yep, of yep. you know between the plant floor and maybe Ab engineering or something like that. A absolutely. Okay. Uh, we'll see. We'll see increasing levels of firewall protection. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, increasing um, reluctance, uh, I think, uh, to to want to openly communicate wherever there is any kind of uh, IP involved. However, we'll see an increasing amount of openness uh, when it comes to uh, distribution of, of information, in general information, okay. and, and product information. And, and uh, so, so we've got this dichotomy brewing mm -hmm. that isn't exactly. Uh, 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 Symbiotic, if you will. So, so it's going to be quite interesting to see how it all shakes out. Yeah. So, if if you're increasing the security internally and 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 uh, separating different segments there, as you think about uh, factories in the future, usually you don't have everything under one roof. That's correct. So, how do you handle that sort of security if if you are so worried about it, and yet down the road I've got my other supplier that I need them to be secure, and I still need to communicate with. Yeah, I, I mean, this this is going to be this is going to be a challenge. I don't have a good answer for you on this one, but but uh, this is going to be a, this is going to be a real challenge. This is the, one of the one of the one of the key a, uh, aspects of our world that we have to address today. And uh, uh, like I said, I, I don't have a great answer for that, but uh, I'm sure we'll see some creative solutions on this as, yeah. we, as we go forward. That's why we're here, right? To, yep, to, that's right. To create these solutions. Yep. yep. All right. So let me let me shift again just slightly here. So. Well, uh, artificial intelligence and yes. robotics yes. Uh, could yield greater efficiencies for factories. This is back to your point earlier. Yes. They may greatly disrupt labor markets. Knowing this, what new skills do you think would be needed to run smart factories, and what should the industry be doing to upskill workers? You know, I think, um, as with any, any field of endeavor today, whether you're talking about the medical field or, or uh, the automotive industry or the manufacturing world that I live in, um, it, when you start thinking about uh, the types of, uh, uh, of issues that need to be addressed, you can't possibly teach somebody everything that they might need to know. Right. So we start having to look at a workforce that knows how to find information knows how to find the answers and, and not so not a workforce that just sits back and expects the answers to come to them. So build problem solvers. Real problem solvers. Yeah. So so the whole education system is actually changing as a result of this as well. So if you, if you talk to uh, young engineering students today, um, uh, they're highly adept at finding solutions to problems. They're okay. really good at this. Good. If I look at the guys that are my age, they're not so good at it unless they're unique. So, are are you saying that uh, we're okay with the new ones coming in, or they're they're better positioned to be successful as things are changing? What about those who are already in the industry? What can we do for them? Well, I think there are a lot of tools. Uh, if, if you look at if you look at the the way uh, education is is changing, and I don't I don't mean just education in the traditional sense of going to a university mm -hmm. or, or or school system. But, but uh, the online learning aspects, sure. I mean, the, the availability of information uh, will be used as long as people start to get comfortable with it. Okay. 
you know, I, it, it's it's. So maybe uh, job one is to job. help people get comfortable with it. Absolutely, absolutely. It's a great great way to put it. Okay, very good. All right. So, what advice would you give businesses looking to succeed in the future? How can they? And then after that advice, how can the organizations measure their impact or success looking toward the future? Well, you know, I, <clears throat> advice for the future is embrace the change. Okay. Really, because it's don't going run to, from it. Don't run from it. It's going to run happen. toward it. Run towards it. Yeah. Exactly. Those who are going to succeed uh, will be the ones that embrace the change and run into it and, instead of running away from it. Yeah, because if you run away from it. Uh, Basically, those who are running toward it are going to eat your lunch. That's exactly right. They're going to be ready. They're going to be faster. That's they're right. going to be able to communicate better. They're going to bring newer products, better solutions, That's what right. have you. Yeah. Okay. So, so, so run toward it. Don't run, be afraid. Absolutely. Run toward it. Now, time to market on new products is going to decrease. Uh, quality of new products is going to increase. And, and the bottom line on the, on the balance sheet is going, to be, is going to look better. All right. So how will, they, how will organizations be able to measure their impact or success then? In this new world, well, I, you know, I think I think there are a number of different uh, aspects that uh, should be considered, and and, and uh, in in our business, we like to we like to have a socially responsible uh, 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 resolve, if you will, and and uh, it's not just about making money, mm -hmm. but it's about making money fairly, honestly. And, and doing it in a way that's, that's socially uh, sustainable. Okay. So it's not just a, a profit or a Wall Street metric. Right. You also are going to have a And those are important. Don't get no, me no, wrong. no. It's, it's not that it's going away. <laughs> right. It's right. this yeah. and. That's right. And that's right. social responsibility exactly. metrics, perhaps, to exactly. say, here's how we're taking care of the environment. Here's right. how we're making your lives right. better. It's an empowered workforce. It's an empowered organization. It's an empowered world. Wonderful. All right. So finally, um, what do you think we as an industry should be talking about more but aren't? You know, I, I, I believe the, 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 the social aspects of it, the so, social implications of, 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 our, uh, of our jobs, of our factories, uh, are, are downplayed a bit too much. I think the, um, the environmental impacts need to be Always in the forefront, um, and uh, if we can, if we can really put together a strategy that encompasses and embraces all the new technologies that are coming at us in a socially and environmentally sustainable way, we'll succeed. All right. So, when you say a socially, uh, can elaborate a little bit more on that for me in terms of? So, uh, so I think there's a uh, there's a bias in the world uh, today towards uh, uh, what kind of individuals are considered qualified you know what degrees do they have what you know what what types of skill sets do they have well I think you're going to see more and more on the job style training as we okay. go forward uh -huh. right um, I think this will actually uh, if, if done correctly it can actually improve the middle class in this country and and provide jobs that really uh, improve the quality of life in, in many many communities. You know, it used to be the the big factories. So uh, it's not it's, well, yeah, yeah. it's yeah, not sure. just you know hey, I've done twelve years of schooling. I have my PhD. So you have to listen to me. It's That's actually right. I have experience that has taught me, and there's That's another right. path that can let me be seen as the expert because I have this 
true, um, if you will, uh, uh, just experiential. Yes. Uh, yes. PhD. If yes. You will. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. I mean, life experience is 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 absolutely invaluable as we go forward. Uh, so so uh, it's going to be it's going to be a fun ride. Good. All right. So we've got social and we have environmental. Environmental. Anything specific to say on the environmental side? Um, if, if you go back to the Hippocratic Oath of, of the medical field, you know, rule number one should be that we do no harm. Okay. And I think that, that should be in the forefront of every manufacturer. Yeah, it's, it's uh, I agree with you 100%. Um, it can be tricky mm-hmm. uh, because we don't know the implications That's of right. the changes necessarily. There are always those unintended consequences Absolutely. that uh, are challenging. And so I think, um, it, it, again, we have a dichotomy here where we're trying to move and make changes very, very quickly, and yet we may not know the long-term impacts of some of the changes that we're, that we're uh, affecting. So I think with anything, it's very important to be able to admit when we maybe have done something wrong yeah. and correct it quickly. And say, hey, we're ready to fix this. Yeah, let's fix this. We That's didn't, management we didn't 101, right? Exactly. Based on the information I have, yes. I made this decision. Right. I have more information. If we need to change it, we'll change we'll direction. Change Course correction. Chart it out, yeah. do it. But you have to be willing to, willing step, to, admit to, the, yeah, exactly. to step up to that. That's yeah, right. Very good. All right, any, any last thoughts for us, John? Uh, no, other than uh, uh, we are in for the ride of our lives, and we haven't yet even imagined some of the changes that we're going to experience. Yeah, yeah exactly. We, the most fantastic visions of the future that I've seen, you know, may just be scratching the surface. Exactly. Exciting. Very good. So I want to thank Jeff Timms for giving us a look at what the factory of the future holds and how we can prepare. I really appreciate your time and uh, and insights. Thank you, Jeff. You can find more information on the factory of the future and other electronics industry news at IPC.org.